It seems 2022 just couldn't end without taking a few more notable names away from us. And one of the big ones, uh, of course, as a lot of you know, was Barbara Walters. And I can tell you that uh, even though she started in the 60s, you know, when my mom was a teen, you know, late 50s, early 60s, you know, like I said, when my mom was a teen, and really just grew from there and became who she was. You know, for me and my sisters and my cousins, you know, the you know, seeing seeing her report the news or even do those specials, the Bobble Walter specials uh, in the 80s and throughout the 90s, um, that's what really engraved her to us. You know, you know, throughout that time, and you know, engraved her, great engraved her to us Gen Xers, if you will, because of the fact that, you know, when 2020 would come on with her and Hugh Downs, sometimes a lot of us would be getting ready for bed. We, you know, because it was either a school night. Well, actually, it wasn't a school night. Mostly 2020 was on Friday nights, but still, we'd still be going to bed early because, heck, the next day we wanted to get up and watch Saturday morning cartoons. So you couldn't blame us. Um, but when it came to the Bobble Walter specials, you know, those were like, like I said, our introduction to her because it engraved her, you know, into our souls, into our memories. And it's all because of who she would interview, you know. And sometimes the interviews that she would have uh, with certain people, yeah, it went over our heads, you know, because we were young and we were like, okay, you know, what are they talking about? It's like, hey, I'm glad to see, you know, this so-and-so is, you know, on television and everything because, you know, and, t and, doing, and doing an interview or doing whatever they're doing, you know, with this lady. But, you know, sometimes the subjects went over our head and everything. So it was, it was one of those situations to where, you know, we, um, you know, we got to know her, you know, through the, through the specials even though some of the subjects would go over our heads, if you, you know, and we couldn't understand or kind of take in what was being talked about or being uh, discussed and everything. But as we got older, you know, we started to get more of an appreciation because I think Barbara realized that if, you know, that out of the 40,000 plus viewers or 40 million plus viewers that were watching these specials, I think over time she realized, because, you know, you got to realize uh, she was an adoptive mom. You know, she adopted her daughter. And being a mom, I think her daughter allowed her to realize, especially she became, I think she became a grandmother. I'm not really sure. Um, but I think um, her daughter helped her realize, and even through the generation through her daughter, helped Barbara realize, you know, what, you know out of these 40 million viewers that I'm getting with these specials or whatever or 40,000 viewers I'm getting with these specials I think she probably came to the conclusion that part of that viewership came from the younger viewers came from people like me came from people like my sisters my cousins and that's why I think she started to incorporate interviews from a variety standpoint like sometimes the Bubba Walter specials wouldn't be you know, just one person going, you know, on, going on and, you know, going into an interview with her for about an hour or two or whatever. Sometimes she would divide it up, you know, with different segments, you know, targeted towards, you know, the family. 
And I do recall one time she, and they even showed a photo of this when they were doing a montage at the beginning of the, spe- of the documentary special, the tribute last night. They showed her hugging Leonardo of the, <laughs> of the Ninja Turtles, and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that because she did a. I don't know if it was part of her special, part of a movie, one of a Barbara Walter specials for, you know, uh, the you know, like the end of the year or movies or whatever. But I remember one of the interviews she did in that special was with the Ninja Turtles. She basically played it out like she was going down into the sewers and interviewing the TMNT. And these were the TMNTs that were from Ninja Turtles 2, from the second movie. So that's why she was going down to interview them. Boy, (laughs) if she only knew that two years later, the third movie that they'd be part of would tank them, you know, at that time. But, um, well, not tank them, but really just, you know, not make it so, you know, easy to want to go back to live action, if you will. Um, but to me, again, you know, I remember that interview, and she's, she's done a lot of interviews like that, you know, with other family-oriented uh, people, or, you know, characters, in character or not. She's done, she's done a lot with them. And the one thing that I think a lot of us can appreciate with Barbara when it came to these specials um, or these special interviews that were part of 2020 or whatever is she would basically, you know, hold nothing back. She was very serious. She could be fun-loving and everything. I mean, they showed her doing, you know, doing a dance with Patrick Swayze. I think that was around the time that Dirty Dancing had just come out. Um, They showed her interviewing Richard Pryor, Clint. Eastwood, Robert Williams, and just having fun with them and everything, you know, but also getting, you know, down to business, getting serious, you know, with them on certain subjects. And of course, you know, in in the document, in this tribute documentary, they did uh, talk about the interview that's probably considered the most watched uh, interview um, of all time with Monica Lewinsky. And, you know, I Honestly, I didn't even know about that. I mean, I knew she was going to interview her. I just didn't think it was going to be the most watched. But they said that was an example of going through all the different, you know, facial features and expressions and, and you know, and uh, basically, you know, sh- you know, not just going through those, but going through the different emotions of, you know, humor, rage, understanding, you know, um you know, sadness and everything and, and all that, you know, when it came to Lewinsky. So they said that was a, you know, that was a prime example. Like, if you want to take notes on how to do a good interview with somebody, like if you land somebody like a Lewinsky or you land somebody who 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 can we put out there today, like a Nick Carter to get his side of the stories with his allegations and all that and then what happened with his brother, people are saying, Take a look at what she did with Monica Lewinsky. Take notes from that and use that as your template to, you know, get the interview, you know, right the first time and not have to worry about anything. Um, you know, so, you know, just, so just the fact that she was no nonsense at times. Like, she can have fun and everything, but she was no nonsense, you know, was, you know, was a unique feature, was a unique quality and feature and any interviewer at the you know at that time or even nowadays because of the fact that she did not hold nothing back and one thing that was true 
that they mentioned in the documentary in the tribute. And I saw this with a lot of the specials that I'd be able to watch or get a chance to watch. Um, she always found a way to get people to confess the legit reason as to why they did what they did. You know, her interviewing the guy that killed John Lennon, getting him to admit why he did it and everything. Um, you know, digging in and finding out about things that some of the people she was interviewing, like the celebrities, didn't even know about until she brought it up and it surprised them. You know, so Barbara was definitely one of a kind. There's no doubt. And again, like I said, for for people like me, we were introduced to her mostly through the Barbara Walter specials. I mean, if we did stay up late enough, and this would mostly be like during the summer maybe, you know, just to watch 2020, it would be because maybe one of the interviews she would be doing would be something that the kids would want to see, like I said, with the Ninja Turtles. So, you know, so to to look back on this lady's career and say that she wasn't the greatest interviewer and anchor and co and journalist and co and co and uh, um, what's the one I'm looking for? Correspondent, if you will, uh, in the business. You know, to say she wasn't any of that. You know, basically being the number one person out there that you, with a man or woman in that business in that field, wants to take after. After, you know, it would be another statement because she was that person. She was that person. Even people that were working around the same time she was, Ted Carpel, Ted Carpel, I should say, and a few others, and even Hugh Dowds, I think, have all said that she is the G-O-T-G-O-A-T of, you know, news media, of the interview, you know, of journalism, of doing your homework when it comes to wanting to get down to the nitty-gritty of the story or the interview with the person you're talking to. So, she was all that and more. And then when she did The View, you know, I, look, I'll admit, I was living in Kansas at the time when she was doing The View, and I was entering my senior year in high school, okay? So I didn't get to watch much of The View, if at all. But I do recall that I got, when I moved out on my own, I got to, you know, watch a little bit of it, you know, just flipping through channels in my apartment just to see what was on. And I would see a side of Barbara I've never seen before. You know, there were some times, you know, she would um, do things on The View, like they showed in the in the tribute, that I didn't think we'd ever see from her. Um, but she was also, when it came to The View, part of a lot of controversy as well. Like Meredith Vieira's situation, Rosie O'Donnell's situation, some of the Whoopi situations before, you know, Barbara left The View. You know, there was a lot of these controversial moments that, you know, people would come to her and ask her, you know, what happened. And I don't think Barbara ever held anything back when it came to certain controversial moments with the with the person that was chosen to be the moderator or one of the co-hosts that she'd be sitting next to. You know, she would hold nothing back when it came to any controversy surrounding them and everything. And she was always accepting of whoever would step in and take over. So... You know, it just shows uh, the kind of person that she was overall. And the fact that when she did finally decide to step away from 2020 in 2004 and then 10 years later step away from The View, but still continuously want to contribute, 
shows the you know shows the fact that you could be retired but still do what you love you know like you know we me and my sisters always kind of suggested my mom you know you need to consider you know hanging it up and my mom has considered it but she still loves to teach and you know she has talked about the fact or even suggested the fact that if you know if she was to do that she'd still want to teach and that probably the opportunity comes with her great-granddaughter my great-niece but you know that's just something she's thinking about like you know she'll want like she knows when she does step away she'll still want to do what she's doing now you know to kind of keep her going and that's kind of like what Bar and that's kind of what Barbara did she basically continued being a journalist a reporter an interviewer and everything uh, even after she stepped away from the view and the tribute they gave her on the view and you can find it on YouTube was unreal I mean, bringing in all those ladies that were influenced by her, inspired by her to, you know, become who they are in, you know, in the, in the media of news and journalism and tabloids and all that and talk shows, you know, was unbelievable to see. I mean, they had Kathy Lee Gifford on there. They had Lisa Ling, who a lot of people love. They had Connie Chung. I mean, honestly, we, honestly, when you go back and you watch that moment here on YouTube, and her and Connie Chung embrace. I think out of all the applause and pops that each of the embrace and hugs that she got with e from each and every though each and every one of those women that came there, including Hoda. Hoda was there. If you will, Savannah Guthrie was there. You know, uh, Diane Sawyer was there. Katie Couric was there. Uh, but the moment her and Connie embraced, I swear to you the pop, the applause got louder because you were seeing two iconic women in this industry embracing, you know, coming together. And that, to me, that to me is a moment that will never be replicated again. Never replicated again. Because you even have someone like Connie Chung, who I grew up with, you know, you know, basically coming out and saying Barbara was her inspiration. It's that saying so. I mean, then you also had before that Oprah Winfrey, you know, Oprah Winfrey coming out and you know acknowledging Barbara as her inspiration, and even saying in an interview that Barbara did with her years ago, that she wanted to be like Barbara, you know, at in 1970 when she was 16 and she had won some kind of pageant, she said she wanted to be a journalist like Barbara Walters. So, to, to say the impact that this woman had, you know, on the news media industry and on multiple generations, including my own and my sister's own and my cousin's own, basically me and my cousins and siblings own, uh, would be, you know, not doing it, not doing this lady justice because she had that kind of an impact. And I don't think anybody would argue that even today. And I guarantee you this, those that grew up in the 90s and grew up in the 2000s and even the 2010s, who got to see some of these specials as they continued on and saw her on The View and saw her kind of correspond and be there for certain events and everything would agree with that as well. They would. So, in the end, I want to say thank you, Barbara, for everything you, can, you gave to us throughout multiple generations. You will be missed. There will be not another like you. Um, there will be people that will try to be like you.
will be like oh yeah there will be others that will try to be like you but there will be another there will not be honest to god another barbara walters period and i think we can all agree with that that others may try but they will never you know reach the bar that she set you know in journalism and in the news media when it came to interviews and all that and reporting because she set that bar so high it's unattainable in my opinion so thank you barbara you will be missed and um, I guarantee you, anybody that wants to watch her specials can probably tune in to ABC On Demand. They can probably tune in to Disney Plus. They can probably tune in to YouTube and they can find them. They can find them and enjoy them. But let me know what your memories are, Barbara, guys. Comment below, live chat during the premiere, like the video. You will get an audio podcast version of this down the line as well. And until then, also support me at Venmo at Brian-Walmart-2, cash up at BW Roses 98 I can really use it now in that area, guys, because my hours are not going to be as you know, much as they used to be because it's the beginning of the year. Uh, but let me know what your thoughts are uh, on, you know, on Barbara. Also support me over at Patreon.com at BW Roses, the $1, $3 tier. Also Teespring store for merchandise you can't get anywhere else. Support me over at Vimo for content you can't get anywhere else. And until next time, guys... Again, give me your memories, your thoughts, and I am out.